Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Wonderful, great to see everybody this morning. If you're a guest here today, then my name's Dave and it's great to see you here today. And we're starting a brand new series today called Just a Thought. And in this series, basically the various speakers will be talking about just a thought, a thought about what God is speaking to them about. So it's very personal. That might be of relevance to all of us who are listening today, either in the church service or online. So it's great. And uh, I've got the privilege of starting this series today. So it's going to be a very one-off series. And the title of my, my, my message this morning is Turn Aside. Turn Aside. Now, Give me a show of hands if you're going on holiday. You've either been on holiday or going on holiday in the next sort of few weeks or months or so. Okay. Now, holidays can look like various things. Holidays can look like a, a week or two weeks away. It could look like a, a day at the, in the park or at the beach, various things. But who loves holiday times? Great. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. I wonder if any of you... And there is a link, I promise. I wonder if any of you have ever been distracted. You've started your day and you've got a series of tasks that you've got to complete for your day. And that's it. You're focused on your list. There's no time, there's no room for anything else. And suddenly, there's a distraction. Who's ever experienced that? Yeah? There's a distraction. It's like, oh no, I haven't got time for this. Yeah? So maybe, I don't know, you're, you're, you're at home, you're a mum or dad, you're looking after the kids, okay, and you're busy, 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 and suddenly there's a knock at the door, a phone call that you weren't expecting, and suddenly it's going to consume another hour of your time that you just haven't got enough time anyway. Maybe you're in the workplace, you've got a big to-do list, you've got lots of um, things you need, to, deadlines and of tasks you need to accomplish by, and suddenly your boss says, can you just do this? Yeah? Or, I don't know, you're, you're a student and you've got deadlines and you just, one of your friends says, hey, would you come out tonight? Let's, let's go out. And you think, oh, I haven't really got time. I've got an exam in two days' time. I'll go on then. Well, I've done, I've done that before. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. There's no time for distractions. Um, I, I remember one, one time recently, just literally probably a few weeks ago, and I, it, was literally, it was a Friday. I was really, really busy. I was working from home. Loads of things I need to do, and suddenly there's a, a, knock, a knock at the door. Well, and I've noticed a couple of guys, sort of youngish guys outside. I thought, what are, they, what are they up to? Are they, are they mucking around, or what, what are they up to? And then I noticed they were at our front door, but our front door doesn't always, the doorbell doesn't always ring. It's a great doorbell, actually. <laughs> and I realized at the door, so I opened the door, and I knew straight away who they were. They were um, a couple of um, missionaries from the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so we'll call them Mormons. And uh, they were on mission here for about six weeks. And, just, and I thought, oh, Jesus, I haven't got time for this. <laughs> I know what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to talk to them and talk about Jesus. And oh, yes, I haven't got time. And, and uh, anyway, I had a real short conversation. And I said, I'm really sorry, guys, but I've got some stuff to do. But now have a great day. I was nice. I was polite. But, you know, men... When you've got a wife that tells you the truth, sometimes it hurts, doesn't it? And uh, Leanne said to me, um, Dave, why didn't you make time for them? 
What? I'm really busy. I don't to make time for them because that could have been the Lord. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and actually, it was probably literally two weeks later, they came knocking on my door again. And this time I thought, okay, I'm going to make more time for them on the door and actually talk and, and talk about uh, issues of faith and, and well, not trying to convert them, but just trying to talk about that I'm a Christian and I believe in, in Jesus. And, and we spoke about some of our differences, but sort of some of our similarities. And yeah, and that was cool. So I made time for them so I felt better. But we have, we're busy, aren't we? We're busy people. We're busy people. And life gets busy, and when you've got family and children, it's all also busy. And we haven't got time for distractions. But here's the thought. Sometimes we need to turn aside to the distraction and embrace the distraction. Because that distraction just might be Jesus trying to talk to you and to me. But I haven't got time. Well, we're going to look at a passage in the Bible of someone that did turn aside, that did turn their attention to a distraction. Before we do that, see, this is where we go back to summer holidays. You see, at summer holidays, there's a suitcase there, but there's a natural change of pace. The summer brings a natural change of pace. The rest of the year can be really busy, but with the sunshine and, I don't know, barbecues or going on a holiday or going on a picnic or going to the seaside or, or going abroad, it can bring a change of rhythm for us, yeah? Like no other season. A change of rhythm where we can actually... Slow down for a day, a weekend, a week, maybe two weeks. And the of our lives from manic and, and maybe focusing on other priorities such as family and friends and connections. Here's my suitcase. And I've got some various... Wonderful. Swapping over. Great. So here's my suitcase. So when you're going on holiday, what sort of things do you need? Well, you do need the important beach towel, don't you? Yeah. So that's good. Where do we use that, children? Sit on. It could be where? Where might I sit on it? On the sand at the seaside. Okay. Or if you're going to the park, you might sit on it there. So I'm going to... On the floor there, it's our first item. The all-important towel. Also, if you might go swimming in the summer holidays, you need to, to dry you, don't you? But of course, sometimes you might use, actually, instead of a towel, you might use a picnic blanket. Now, hands up, children, if you like picnics. Who likes going on picnics? Oh, where you go somewhere, like the park, you play for a bit, it's nice sunshine, just like today, which is good, and you get to eat some of your favourite food. Yeah, you, you have the sandwiches, because you've got to have the sandwiches. But there's always going to be some chocolate, isn't there? Hopefully, or a bag of crisps or something. So we've got our picnic blanket there. Okay. Now, if you're going away for stay, you've got to um, pack some clothes. So here's some shorts, okay? So uh, representing the sunshine. So hopefully we'll have some sunshine for the rest of today. Now, you do need um, some protection. So... So you do. So two sorts I've got here. Sun cream. If you're anything like me with ginger hair and fair skin, factor 30. And sometimes I even have factor 50. 
Okay, let's factor, factor 30 there. Very good. So sun cream is really good to protect yourself when you're going on holiday. And also I love this one. It's called Jungle Formula. This is for anti-spray to get rid of, it's an insect repellent, to get rid of any mosquitoes, etc. So one time I had the privilege of going to Singapore and every single day I sprayed this on me and it was fantastic, brilliant, not one bite. Last day I ran out. At night, next day, travelling home, I was literally bitten from head to toe. I probably had about 30 bites. And on the plane home, it was like, it was like, it was like a human kebab. Anyway, jungle formula or insect repellent, that's a really good one. Now, children, if you're going to be camping or staying overnight anywhere, it's always good to have a torch. Okay? So you know where you're going if you need to get up in the night and go to the toilet. So that's always good. A torch. Now, you also need things to do. So I've borrowed this with Daniel's permission. It's his puzzle book. So we travel down to, to Dorset in a week's time and go on a holiday. Um, he's got something to do in the car. But this represents anything that's fun. So, you know, all your bats and balls and anything you're going to take with you on your holidays. Okay, you name it. Make sure you pack them too. And if you haven't, ask mum or dad to pack them too also. And uh, I guess my last item, this is, he says it's in faith. Believing that when we go on holiday in a week's time, there's going to be a bit of this. That's right. The all-important sunglasses. And I've got to tell you something about this. Um, I bought a pair of sunglasses probably about three years ago. And you know when you're in a rush? I went to Boots. I saw them. I saw a good deal. And you rush. You, you try them on and think, I think they look good. Yeah, they look good. I always ask Leanne's opinion. But we're in a rush. And there was something about these sunglasses, not these ones, another pair that didn't quite seem to... Do I like them? Do I not like them? Anyway... I came to the conclusion, probably two years later, that the pair of sunglasses I actually bought were women's sunglasses. So for about three years, Leanne was making me wear women's sunglasses. Talk about being in a rush. Leanne, where are you? Distraction? Yeah, I was the distraction. She'd taken time on me, but she didn't. So anyway, there's things that we need to take with us when we're going on summer holiday. And a summer holiday is a great opportunity to be distracted and to turn aside from all the busyness of our lives and to do some different things with family, with friends, and to change the rhythm of our lives. But I want to talk very quickly for a, a man in the Bible, really well known, and this man was distracted one day. And this man's name was Moses. Children, hands up if you ever heard of a man called Moses in the Bible. Right. So this is the great man of Moses, did amazing things for God. And he actually, at the end of the account, he actually delivered the, 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 the nation of Israel was slaves in Egypt. And this man actually delivered this whole nation out of the king's grip. So out of slavery, delivered them into freedom. Amazing. Uh, a nation of about around two million people. But what's happened up to now is Moses has been brought up an Egyptian. He's been brought up as a prince of Egypt. So, great. And then one day, he kills someone. He sees an injustice and kills someone. Wow. And then suddenly, he's on the run. He's on the run. He's hiding away. He's on the run. And this is probably now about 40 years later. He's probably about 40 years old. 
And he's got married. He's gone to the. He's got married. He's he's married a daughter, uh, whose father's called Jethro, and he's he's a shepherd now. He's gone from being a prince in Egypt, and now he's a shepherd. And he's one day he's taking the sheep as he did every day to the back of the des- desert, being a hot place. Now, one thing about hot places is, who's ever been to a really hot place? Who's ever been to a desert? Sometimes in hot places and deserts, there can be fires, natural fires. Things just catch a light. And I'm just reading just four verses from Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. The second book of the Bible, Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. And it says this. Now Moses was tending or looking after the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert. And he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. He comes to this very important mountain. And the Bible says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Imagine that. You're walking, you're with the sheep, and you see this bush that's on fire, but the bush isn't burning up. Maybe it wasn't smoking, I don't know. Maybe something out of the bush, it just wasn't doing what it should have been doing if it was on fire. And it got Moses' attention. I wonder if you're Moses right then, what would, what would you have done? Busy, busy, busy. I've got all these sheep. I've got to take them to the back of the desert. I've got to look after them. I've got to, uh, I've got to feed them. I've got to, I've got to um, give them drink, water to drink. I haven't got time to see this. But it says in verse 3, Then Moses said, I will now turn aside. Everyone say, turn aside. I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him, that's Moses, from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Amazing. A well-known account there we've got of Moses. So Moses, we've got the sheep. He's taken them to the back of the desert. He suddenly sees this amazing sight of a bush that's on fire. Now, a bush being on fire is not an amazing sight because bushes would have been on fire in the heat of the desert. But suddenly, he sees it. it's not burning up. And he's got a moment. In a moment, he's got time to think, okay, have I got time to look or should I go on? But for him, as he glanced at it and saw it, it wasn't, it was something special about it. It wasn't being consumed. It wasn't, it wasn't like there's smoke coming from it. He thought, I'm going to pause. I'm going to turn aside. I'm going to have a look. I'm going to have a look. And as he did, God spoke to him. My thought for us today is simply this. Thanks, Jude. Turning aside means tuning into God's voice. Turning aside means tuning into God's voice. On Friday, another Friday, I was really, really, really busy. I was really, really, I had a to-do list that was bigger than I was ever really going to accomplish in one day. Everything was becoming a priority. I was trying to get through it. In the midst of the busyness of, of my day, 
I just kept hearing a sense that God was saying, come on, turn aside. And in the midst of the busyness of my day, I just literally had to down my tools, switch the laptop off, put it to one side, get out my Bible, and literally turn aside. Turn aside. Tune into God. God, I, I, I haven't really got time for this, but in, the end, in another way, I haven't got time not to turn aside and to tune into you. And as I did that, as I just followed that just simple prompt, God, God spoke to me. And sometimes it feels that we're too busy to tune in, to turn aside and to tune into God. But the question is, we can be too busy not to. We need to turn in and tune in. And for Moses, what happened was he had a revelation that God, the father of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the father of the nation of Israel, God Almighty wanted to have a meeting. <laughs> he wanted to schedule a meeting with little old Moses. Moses at this stage was he's running scared and, and he was scared that you know, his life was going to be killed by the Pharaoh of Egypt, if you like, the king of Egypt. But God wanted to have a meeting with Moses. Isn't that amazing? Do you know what? Children, God wants to have a meeting with you. God wants to talk to you. God wants to talk to us. And in that meeting that Moses had at this burning bush, what happened? He said to Moses, I have seen and I have heard. I have seen that my people are in slavery, are having a really difficult time. And I have heard their cries. Their cries, I have heard them. Church, we, if we're a Christian here today, we serve a God that sees and that hears whatever we are going through. The problem is we're in the midst of the situation and sometimes we can't see the way forward. But God is not, God's outside of time. He's not even in the situation or in front of it. He's outside. He sees a bird's eye view of our situations. He sees and he hears. But we serve a God that also responds. And there's a couple of reasons why we need to turn aside. Because God wanted Moses to do something about it. God was going to help Moses by doing some miracles to show the, the, the king of Egypt that there really was a God. And these were his people. And what the king of Egypt was doing was wrong. And he was going to do some miracles to show that God was God. But he needed Moses' help. What? God needed Moses' help? God needed Moses' help because God always chooses to use and to work through humankind. Isn't that right? Through you and me. And sometimes our prayer is, God, would you just wipe out this? Would you just do this? But God, God chooses to use people, you and me. And Moses was scared. Moses didn't want to talk to the, go back to the king of, 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 of um, Egypt. By this time, the previous king had died. And now, the, who, the person who was the king of Egypt was, in a sense, his stepbrother. Moses didn't want to go back there and face the person he'd run away from, the people he'd run away from. He was scared. We know the end of the story. He went back. 
But here's, here's a couple of things we can learn. By Moses turning aside, it meant that God could speak to him. And by God speaking to him, it meant that a whole nation of two million people were set free. By you turning aside, by you tuning into the voice of God in the busyness and the schedule of your day means that God might just want to use you to bring freedom, to bring love, to be the voice of hope to someone in your world. They may be a person of faith or no faith, but God wants to use you and to use me. Just like on that doorstep, God wanted to use me. And was I too busy? Did I make time? A couple of weeks ago, um, no longer than that, it was, uh, yeah, no, literally a couple of weeks ago, I, was, uh, I get lots of emails, and some of the emails I get through are things on leadership. And one of these, um, these like, podcasts on leadership was about um, how to reach uh, Muslims. So it was a real short, it was about five minutes, just seed thoughts about how to reach Muslims. So I, was, I listened to that, it was really, really useful. And it was almost talking about some of the similarities of, of, of Muslims with our Christian faith, but also some of the differences and the key differences. And it was great. And I, and I don't know why, but I just found myself tuning into this podcast and listening to it. And then, week before that, Leanne had this nudging, niggling thought that there was, she's very involved with the children, the mums of the children at school. She does a school run most days, and she's very connected with the mums. And there was one mum that was going back to Singapore. And she's been here for about a few years, going back to Singapore. And she thought, this thought came to her, why don't you invite some of these mums to, to our house for a party? Everyone brings some food and just says party. So she came, kept coming to about three times. And sometimes when this thought that wouldn't go away keeps coming, that could just be God. We need to listen to that in the busyness of our day. We need to tune into God. We need to turn aside and listen. So she turned aside, she listened, she tuned in, and she went with it. And she invited about six people, six women that didn't really know each other. So, um, three of them were Muslim ladies and uh, others, but basically none of them really knew each other. One was from Malaysia, a few from Singapore and various places. And I, I just heard them in the house. I was leaving. And I just heard laughter. They did, it was great. And during that time, before that time, I, I shared with Leanne some of the thoughts that I heard from this podcast about how to reach Muslim people. And so during that time, Leanne was able just to talk and open up a discussion as friends about Muslim beliefs and Christian beliefs. Just by asking, being interested, like, why do you wear your veils? What do they mean? Is that religious? Is it customary? And it was great. And they had this open dialogue around the table, so much so that the, one of the person going back to Singapore, actually, Leanne said, I know a, a great church in Singapore with literally about 30,000 people, Christians in it. She wasn't. She's was a Muslim. And I don't know if you've heard of it. And she texted her the, the actual website to the link of this church. And within an hour before they were going back to collect the children from school, she'd already been on the website. Isn't that amazing? So a Muslim lady had been on the website just checking out the web, this, this Christian church website in, in Singapore. All because of turning aside and tuning in to God. What will happen with them? We don't know. But we just play our part. And you play your part.
That's what we're responsible for. As we step, turn aside and tune in, we play our, our part in what God wants to do. But also, it's not just about other people. It's about you. It's about me. If we don't step, turn aside and tune in, we'll never hear God. What We can hear God? Of course we can hear God. God wants to speak to us in everyday ways. It might just be reading the Bible, reading a psalm, and just allowing the... Sometimes we talk about reading the Bible, but I love this expression of let the Bible read you. Because the Bible, as is written by Paul, is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to pierce between joints and marrow. It can get to the crux of the matter, the very issues that you and I face every day. If we allow God to, to direct our steps in terms of reading, the, the words, the verses can jump off the page and almost like navigate through to the situation or challenges that we're facing. And suddenly we get a download of wisdom, a download of inspiration, because of the God that sees your situation, my situation, and wants to help and wants to bring us through. Isn't that amazing? We've got to sit time to, to, to be still. Someone once said, how do you hear the voice of God? Well, you go into a forest. And when you go into a forest, you, you find a tree and you find a tree. And then you just sit down and, and you wait until the, the, the crescendo, uh, wait till the, the noise of your mind just stills. And you wait until there's peace. And then you wait until the noise of the gentle breeze becomes a crescendo in the ear and the crickets in the background become so loud because you're being still. You're stilling yourself from distractions, distilling yourself from busyness and to action lists and to-do lists. And you're saying, God, would you speak to me? And God will speak for a, a thought that won't go away. God will think, speak through an image that becomes so vivid. God will speak through the, the very word of God. And God wants to speak to you and to me. And you just need to receive in faith that you can hear the voice of God. There's no one special. That it's just for them. It's for people if you are a Christian. If you are a born-again believer, that means you receive Jesus as into your life. and You have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You can hear the voice of God. And God wants to speak to you. So often we wait for the man or woman of God to speak to us. It's not about that. You are a man and woman of God if you're a born-again Christian. And God wants to speak to you, but you have got to have the responsibility to turn aside and to tune in in the busyness of your day. So how does that look like? Just bring this to, to end. It looks like a distraction. It looks like a distraction that you just haven't got time for. Like me the other day with those guys in the door, um, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It looks like a distraction that you didn't plan for. It looks like some intentional time that you've diaried in. Like you choose to have a meeting at work, you write it in the diary. Why don't you and I write in a meeting with Jesus in a diary? Maybe it's a few times a week. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day. But diary it in. For this amount of time, I'm going to turn aside and I'm going to tune in. That's a good, re good thing to do because it's, you're intentional about it. And as you'd have a meeting at work or any other aspect of your life that you're not going to get disturbed by, don't allow any other people to disturb you during that, that moment of time. Switch off your phone. Shut down the laptop, especially the email. And I'm speaking to myself. 
turn aside and tune in. And children, you've listened so well. I want to say to you, children, if you can all look at me, I want to say to you, God wants to speak to you. And you can speak to God at any time that you want. You don't have to say big, long prayers. You can just say, dear Jesus, would you help me today? Would you help mummy? Would you help daddy? Would you do this today? If you're at school and, and, you, and you feel a bit sad, God, I feel sad today. And God hears those prayers and God loves those prayers. But also, in any conversation that you'd have, it's not just about you talking to God, but God wants to talk to you. Children, God wants to talk to you. So I want to look forward to hearing some stories about God speaking to the children in this church. Isn't that amazing? How do you speak? The Bible? So parents, we can buy our kids children's Bibles. Through images, through thoughts that won't go away, and many other ways. Even everyday objects, God can speak through us for, for, through. So church, very simply, just imagine how your life would look like and the life of this church would look like if we all committed on a daily or every other day basis, whatever's going to work for us, but certainly a few times a week, we decided to turn aside and to tune into God and to listen to God. Like in any radio, you get all the crackle till you find the, the fine sound of the tuned-in station on the old radio stations. <laughs> on the old radio stations, yeah. Show my age there. But even like um, in, in modern-day DAB digital um, radio, you can go out of signal, can't you? We hope you drive enjoyed into this signal. message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our We've website at www.life-cc.org. Great, let's pray.